0: A cat next to my
1: foot. Is that a euphemism?
0: It's not. There's literally a cat <laughs> here. Welcome, teeny, everyone. Teeny Patsy. Teeny Patsy. Welcome, everyone, to another episode
1: of the Grim Cities. Ooh, yes. yes. Ooh. Beautiful.
0: I don't know what that was, but welcome. He
1: was a ghost. You're like, ooh. Oh, yeah.
0: Ooh. Yeah. I loved it. I'm sure nobody else did. Their ears are bleeding right now, and I apologize for that. So, moving. Please keep listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Welcome back to another episode. We are, of course, your favorite horror podcast based right here out of the lovely Twin Cities hence why we're called the grim cities it's a little play on words um and we talk about paranormal activity haunted locations haunted beings um and overall scary shit uh in the twin cities It's yeah. what we love to talk about and we also
1: talk about things that aren't supernatural we we've do. done true crime
0: we have done true crime we should
1: do another true crime one i know i said this in the last episode
0: and a lot of times, actually, uh, our true crime and paranormal kind of cross paths oh, and yeah, kind of intertwine. Oh, yeah, very so. Traumatic so.
1: events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: So we like to start every episode with horror headlines, which is where we talk about stuff we've seen, read, experienced, heard about uh, in our day-to-day lives or in the media that captured our eyes that is horror-related. Yeah. So do you have one?
1: I have one. Should I go it? first?
0: uh second doesn't matter should we rock paper scissors for it
1: okay can right. we try this one time we did it over skype i think we did yeah <laughs> It went don't ever play rock paper scissors over skype no it
0: doesn't work <laughs> okay. all right three two one shoot okay three two one shoot three two one shoot okay
1: so you get to decide I just want to say we both gasped because we both did scissors on the first.
0: We did. It's because um, we hang out too much. We I know. We <laughs> are the same person
1: now. Okay. So I recently acquired a new book.
0: Ah, uh, yes. You are blazing stuff. through these books, by the way.
1: I Well, I haven't read it yet.
0: Okay, but still.
1: Um, so I was at work one day and my boss, Rebecca, uh-huh. she was just on like a day trip out of town at some point. She was checking out a market. I can't remember what the name was. Okay. And she said, I got you something. It's like, don't get too excited. It's nothing big. But I saw it and I thought of you and I thought, I'm going to grab it. And then it's on your desk for when you come back. Okay. And this is what she got me. It's a
0: haunted South.
1: Yes, it is historic haunts of the South. Oh,
0: my God. I love that. I
1: know it's by a man named Alan Brown. And he talks about places all over the South in Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia.
0: Wow. As if the South wasn't scary enough as it is. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to get more hate mail. <laughs> yeah. 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 No. Um, also, it sounded like you were uh, singing that song that we all learned in
1: Alabama, Bama, Alaska, Alaska, Arizona. Arizona yes. yes. Yeah.
0: I totally thought that's what you were singing for a second, but... Oh my God, that's such a great gift. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I'm super that. excited
1: to dive into it. And I'm pretty sure that one of our episodes will be influenced by one of the chapters I read.
0: Oh, absolutely. And so, a collection of short stories, is it... No,
1: it's historical about places. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I know, I'm so excited.
0: Is it, is it, like, each chapter on a different place? Yeah.
1: Oh, yep. I, love this.
0: I can't really wait sick. to hear more about yeah. it. Why haven't you started? One because... I'm going to need you to pick up the pace. Sorry. Our listeners and myself are Tana, waiting. I just,
1: I try so hard.
0: You're not trying hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so yeah, mine was just a quick little one I'm super excited about. No, I love
0: that. That's great. Um, so mine is related to something that happened very recently. Mm-hmm. As you know, uh, the Minnesota State Fair just happened. It just ended. Uh, did you go? I did go. Nice. Did you? I did not. Uh, you did not? Well, it was expensive this year. Everything just keeps getting more expensive. Yeah. But, I mean, it was fun. I had friends who wanted me to go more than once, and I was like, no, once is, once is enough. We're done. It so, really is. Yeah. Um, but I found this... Very fascinating. So I've been having this like interesting experience where I have been stumbling upon articles that are like very relevant to what's happening around my life. So a couple days before I went to the state fair, mm-hmm. um, I found this article and it was all about ghosts Ooh. that are supposedly at the state fair. What? Yes, I didn't know, but apparently there are some hauntings and well-known ghosts at the state fair. Or, oh my god! I don't know how well-known, but. Uh, you know certain people that have worked there have experienced stuff and yeah that is
1: so cool are i you, know are there a few that you can tell us Yeah,
0: so yes, uh yes, yes. kind of just grazing through this article it was kind of a short article in and of itself but basically there is this uh woman by the name of carrie hubber Um, And she's the archivist for the Minnesota State Fair. I don't know exactly what that entails, but I'm assuming that just means, you know, she keeps all the records of, Mm -hmm. you know, what the history of the fair and stuff that's happened there. But so, yeah, so Carrie Hubbard, uh, she's the archivist um, and her office is in the administration building, which is near what used to be the uh, apartment of longtime Minnesota State Fair general manager Douglas Baldwin, who died back in 1962. So, the first ghost is that of Douglas Baldwin, who is said to have been known to keep other fair employees on their toes while they're working.
1: Oh, okay.
0: They don't really go into much detail about how, but I'm assuming he's kind of just...
1: I'm taking it literally. And I'm just imagining he's, like, behind them, and he's, like, <laughs> shooting BBs at their <laughs> or something. I don't dance, know. Motherfuckers, <laughs> dance,
0: motherfuckers, <laughs> dance! <laughs> I kinda love that and I wish that's what's happening. So, uh, a couple other places, the Fairs Coliseum and Cattle Barn have also been frequent haunts of some fun-loving ghosts. Oh, okay. There is a man who works at the Coliseum who uh, was playing some music and he said there was nobody around, but all of a sudden he saw three people dancing to the music he was playing.
1: Oh, spooky. Yeah,
0: they were dancing in overalls and kind of just uh, getting down with the boogie. I
1: love it. Yeah.
0: but just it is said have fun. I know they just want to have fun. Yeah. Ghosts just want to have fun. Ghosts just want
1: to have fun. Oh my gosh! Yes, dang it! Yes. I love
0: that. Should that be our new theme song? We we'll need, we'll we workshop need, yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We need to
1: start actually making merch with all of these. Cool
0: we do. On them. Our fans demand it.
1: They've demanded it. They do.
0: Um... But according to this article, like I said, the sad thing is, and this is why I didn't—I was gonna make a whole episode about this—but they really don't go into detail about oh, okay. you know the specific hauntings. They just say these are some things that people have seen. Cool. Um, it's still fascinating though. But according to the article, the location at the fair with the most ghost stories, not surprisingly, is the place which has seen the most tragedy. Of course, you mm. know, tragedy tends to uh, bring about entities and leave an imprint on a place. So. No fewer than eight thrill show performers and race car drivers have been killed in front of spectators at the state fairgrounds.
1: Oh, my gosh. Um,
0: at the grandstand.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the grandstand is considered one of the most haunted places in the fair, which is fascinating because I've never heard of that before. Some of the deaths include Kitty Middleton, who is a famous wing walker. Do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken it's so cool it's like those people who they're up in the sky in the plane and they literally like walk out on the wings of the plane
1: that's literally what I thought you were gonna say and I was really hoping it wasn't
0: oh I found out Madeline you can do that in certain areas like my brother and sister-in-law shout out Hey. Uh, they went on a trip this last summer all the way from San Francisco, all the way up to Seattle, Washington. Yeah. And they stopped at one of these places where apparently you can, you know, pay to go up and they'll teach you how to wing walk and you'll get a walk out on the wing of the plane. And what? I know. I was like, uh, sign me the fuck up.
1: <laughs> I hate it.
0: I love it. And also don't even bother attaching me. Like, just let me like walk out without any restraints. I love oh this. Oh my God. I'm into it. So it's terrifying. So back to the story. Kitty Middleton, the famous wing walker, she died along with a pilot when their plane crashed north of the grandstand in 1951. And that's just one of the people that kind of died in the grandstand. They didn't really list too many other. But Carrie Hubbard also said that many people have spotted a man standing on the roof of the grandstand, which may be the ghost of one of the daredevils who met an untimely end. Oh! So I guess just chills out on top of, you know, that cover that...
1: Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe he's still trying to achieve whatever it was.
0: Honestly, I wouldn't give up until I succeeded.
1: That is Purgatory.
0: But yeah, so the article kind of finishes up by saying whether or not you believe in spirits at the state fair, Hubbard said not to worry. Most of them are here to be playful, and just really be a part of the Great Minnesota Get Together. I
1: love that. Yeah,
0: so I just it thought really that
1: was, is the Great Minnesota Get Together. It
0: really is, even in the afterlife. Dead and alive. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it brings everybody together. It really does. I mean, can you really resist those fried pickles?
1: Oh, truly delicious. I like the onion blossoms too. Those Ooh, are yeah. good. Yeah. You know what? What?
0: I was so mad. I went to the state fair. Mm-hmm. They got rid of my f- favorite food item. Did we talk about this already? No,
1: we didn't. But I want to try to guess what your favorite food item is. I want to guess like a deep fried candy something.
0: No. Oh. Have you ever heard of Dole Whip? No. Oh my god, Dole Whip is one of the best things I've ever had in my life, and I got it the first thing I walked into the fair every year, and I walk right to the spot. It's not there. And I was like, oh, hell no. Did it move? Then I went and talked to uh, Mm. information and they said, nope, it's gone this year. And it's been a major complaint from a lot of people.
1: What is it? I've never heard of it. So
0: Dole Whip is kind of like picture ice cream. okay? But it's fruit flavored and it's made out of I'm pretty sure it's just like whipped pineapple, like frozen whipped pineapple. Um, and they have pineapple and raspberry flavored. Madeline, it is so good. So picture ice cream, but like 10 times smoother. And it, it's just so smooth and amazing. melt in your mouth. It is so good. Well, now so I'm good.
1: mad it's gone that I won't be able to try it. Yeah. Dang it. Oh, well, it is what it is. So, yeah. So maybe that's they'll my, bring it back, though. Maybe. I don't know.
0: Yeah, so that's my horror headline. Uh, I like I said the article didn't really expand into too many specifics, but I just thought it was fascinating that, you know, some of these places have some spirits in it and
1: That's so cool. Yeah. I wish there was more information on it.
0: I know. Maybe I we have, can find it. We could maybe, maybe I'll try to research and Let's do a do full some, episode.
1: Yeah. Ooh, fun. Yeah. We'll talk to the archivist.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. Carrie? You're getting a call?
1: Carrie, you're getting a call. <laughs> Very cool. I don't think I have really a segue in today's topic.
0: Let's just dive right
1: in. So, it is the second season. Yes. So I thought, okay, first episode, we give the people what they want. They want to hear a haunted location in Minnesota. Of course. Second episode, I thought. We could just do a little fun, get to know each other thing. I love that. Yeah, so I just came up with some questions that I wanted to ask you.
0: Oh my God, was I supposed to come prepared? No. Oh,
1: because I
0: didn't.
1: So there's a couple ways we could do this. Okay. I could read you the questions I have for you. Okay. Or we could do half of the questions and both answer them.
0: Do you want to do that? Maybe yeah, let's like do it. Treat it as a prompt and we would say how we both would answer.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: I like this. This is exciting. Oh, good. Yeah.
1: I just thought we kind of keep it short and sweet. Cool. Yeah. Whatever you
0: think is best.
1: Okay. So are you ready?
0: I'm so ready. These are going
1: to really personal.
0: I'm fully ready. My life what is an open book. What is your book.
1: social security? No, I'm All kidding.
0: right. So that is... Oh, I was ready.
1: Oh, you want my identity? Please take <laughs> Please. it. <laughs>
0: I don't know what you're going to steal from me. My debt? Sure. Go for it.
1: <laughs> my dignity? Don't worry. I have none. <laughs> I never had that. You
0: can't lose something you never had.
1: Yeah. Okay. So the actual first question yep. is, what is your first horror related memory?
0: Oh, That is a really good one. Um, So I think what comes to mind uh, off the top of my head is, and I think my brothers could kind of attest to this as well. Growing up, we had a couple of weird experiences in our house to the point where, you know, the three of us would never talked about it with each other, but we kind of were all under the impression and like, all right, this house might be a little bit haunted. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, We're not quite sure why either, but uh, so my experience... Was a little bit less intense than my brother's in terms of I wasn't actually physically in the same room of paranormal activity but I was alone in the house mm-hmm. um, so it was probably I I mean I was staying in the house by myself so I must have been old enough to you know be watching myself so maybe I don't know like 12, 13 years old yeah, um, yeah. so I was uh, my parents were out of town uh At that point, my brothers were off doing God knows what, but (laughs) um, I was in the house by myself and it was maybe like 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, um, and we had this grandfather clock in the wall upstairs, and my bedroom is downstairs, and in the middle of the night, I get woken up by this loud crash. Oh, my God. Like, what sounded like somebody broke the door down to the house. And of course, my dog at the time wakes up and just starts barking and I'm freaking yeah. the fuck out at oh, this point because yeah. I'm like, what? I mean, that did could somebody be... just break into the yeah, house? I was gonna say,
1: even if that's not paranormal, that's still terrifying. Yeah.
0: So I like finally after I probably shit my pants and then stayed in my room for what seemed like an hour but I eventually got the courage to like get up and either try to figure out an escape plan or figure out like what I was gonna do and I like kind of creep around Um, I'm like turning lights on trying to hear and there's no other noises so I was like if somebody was like that blatantly breaking in they would be making other noise. Like yeah, there's yes. some th- So I started yes. to get, like, a little bit more calm. And I was still, like, what the fuck happened? So I go upstairs, and the grandfather clock had fallen off the wall and just crashed to the floor. So the thing about this, though, is it is very securely bolted to the wall. Mm. Like, it wasn't just hanging on, like, a loose nail or whatever. It was, like, pretty secure on the wall. And it wasn't near anything that could have fallen on it or knocked into it. Like if my dog, whatever, like hit something and it sure. knocked into it. Like it wasn't yeah. near anything like that. Yeah. It just seemingly fell with no
1: That would external be so terrifying. Force. Yeah. And then
0: I was freaking out because I was like, well, fuck, that's terrifying. But also my parents are going to be pissed. Like I didn't break <laughs> I this clock.
1: Yes. It was my fault. So were they mad?
0: No, they weren't. Oh, good. In they- fact, it didn't like it for the loud noise it made. It didn't really do that much damage like we were able to fix it and i'm pretty sure that grandfather clock is still hanging on the
1: wall interesting yeah in the same spot same spot hmm. nothing's happened to it since
0: but the un- other thing that kind of sticks out to me i know you asked what is my most prominent paranormal experience but no it's
1: actually just your first memory
0: oh first memory uh, oh. it was just your
1: first horror related memory oh well but then an experience is probably gonna have the biggest impact of a memory (laughs) yeah
0: but uh another one that really sticks out to me and uh it is my brother's experience in our house uh shout out dave hey dave i hope he doesn't mind me sharing the story but i'm gonna do it anyway so (laughs) um he was describing this story about how he also got woken up in the middle of the night but his is creepy as fuck because the way his bedroom was set up at the time is his bed which I don't know why he would do this in the first place, but his bed was facing the window. Yeah. So, like, his feet were pointed toward the window. His head, if you sit up, you can see out the window, right? Mm -hmm. That, to me, is too creepy. Like, I don't want to, like, be in bed and see what's outside. No. But he was sleeping in the middle of the night, and he wakes up, and his window is closed, so he's like, nothing could have come through there. But he said he saw, like, this outline of what looked like a young boy No. at the foot of his bed. No. And the boy was tapping his foot with his hand. So the little boy was taking his hand and like kind of hitting my brother's foot. Like he was trying
1: to get your brother to wake up and get his attention. Yeah. Oh, I have chills. I have chills. I have chills.
0: My brother said he could feel the hand like tapping him.
1: No, thank you. Yeah.
0: It's crazy. So those are the two... Of, like, the experiences that kind of stand out to me.
1: I hate... Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, jeez.
0: What about you?
1: Well, I mean... Okay, so here's the thing. First, yeah. so the question was, what was your first horror-related memory? Yeah. And I another one of my questions uh, further down is, what is the spookiest thing you ever experienced? So that was, like, a twofer.
0: Yeah, I'm going to count that as both my answers. Yes,
1: absolutely. Because, first of all, that's terrifying. Yeah. And spooky. Yeah. Um. My first tour related memory goes back to when I was like a kid, I guess I would say. Yeah. And I remember seeing Do you ever watch Masterpiece Theater?
0: I don't on think PBS. I've heard of it.
1: It's not, so Masterpiece Theater, it's a program on PBS and they'll do live action versions of like famous literature. Okay. So anything from like Jane Austen to like Jane Eyre and yeah. Oliver Twist, things like that. Yeah. Um so whenever they do Agatha Christie or a different mystery story, It's called Masterpiece Mystery. Okay. And it has this really cool intro by Edward Gorey. Okay. Do you know Edward Gorey? No. He's a super macabre illustrator. Okay. And so he did the intro for it. And it's all of these different stereotypes and tropes that you see in mystery novels. Yeah. Such as, oh, lurking through the graveyard, detectives wearing their dark capes, and oh, this beautiful banquet, and something tragic happens during the banquet, and a woman's on the top of the roof and she's saying oh damsel in distress so i remember being really young and seeing it and just loving that yeah because it was so macabre it was so dark and i was a weirdo and were or still are
0: still are and
1: so am i yeah that's why we get along so i definitely well. am yes i still am uh and i just remember thinking oh my gosh this is so cool that i wouldn't even watch the rest of the program i just made sure to sit down to watch this 30 second intro of masterpiece theater mystery I because i loved it so much i love
0: that that's amazing and do you think that's kind of what sparked your love of horror or is that what i just always you loved read?
1: being creeped out yeah I'm like, oh that's weird that's creepy
0: i love that i'm gonna
1: leave thinking about this now I, love I think that. a lot of it reminded me I shouldn't say maybe it was my first one But it's one of my first ones And I think that a lot of it is because it reminded me Of like the spooky Halloween books you can get as a kid Yes And so that was part of it as well Yeah And actually oh my gosh Now that I'm thinking about it Is you know Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark Yes, Robin Schwartz. Yep. Another one of my early memories was listening to that on tape on road trips yes. with my on family. Tape? Yes. Oh my God. On We're tape? you ourselves. would get it from the library. We are
0: dating ourselves. And they'd, we'd
1: listen to it on tape as we drove to my grandma and grandpa's and then you in had Ohio. And to flip the
0: cassette over. Yes. <laughs> oh.
1: oh,
0: God. Good memories. Good memories.
1: Um, in terms of the spookiest thing I've ever experienced... Mine can easily be explained away. Yeah. Which is like, I'm kind of thankful for it. But mine also took place in that childhood home. Okay. So when I was younger, my brother and I used to have some of those Star Wars figurines. Yes. You know? And some of them were things like the TIE fighter or the X-Wing fighter. Yeah. So we had an X-Wing fighter and it was one of those electronic ones where you push down on R2-D2 and it make kind of like... These mm-hmm. Pew pew Noises You know mm-hmm. Like you're in space But like you're not Really in space Because space has no sound Yeah It's fine It's a movie Inaccurate though Inaccurate Um, So we had that Since we were kids And my parents hung on to it Because memories And when I was in college The thing started To officially die
0: Oh no And
1: so When electronics die You know how They'll just Go off yep. randomly Yep My bedroom's on the first level and We have all the stuff In the basement I would hear that just go off randomly in the middle of the night, coming from the basement. No, nope.
0: nope.
1: And it nope. Would, nope. I, oh god, it would just I would thrown up. that
0: bitch in the trash. I,
1: they, I don't think that they would have let me. Well, that's and not I kept their think, choice. It's like, not <laughs> 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 It's not keeping you up at night, right? My parents were on the second floor, so they couldn't hear it, right? But I just remember I could hear nice. It just it would go off like periodically, and yeah. then sometimes it would go off in succession. No. Like, no, over okay, and cool. over again. What a horrible
0: way to wake up. And also, it's interrupting your beauty rest. My, yes. And Lord knows you need it.
1: I cannot do this <laughs> on my own. I cannot. I'm just kidding. You're amazing.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's absolutely terrifying. And that kind of actually reminded me of another, what I would consider, and I think you can identify with this, one of the scariest things I've ever experienced, and it's not paranormal, these bitches were just... Absolutely terrifying. Uh oh. Do you remember, Furbies? Shut up. I was just going to lead into that. Yes. Literally. I had one that would just. Yes. Do you know how many times it would go off in my closet Gremlins. at night? It's not okay. I know those things were demonic, mm-hmm. and they are not okay. And they always went off in them. I had to sleep with my closet closed, which I honestly don't know if it made it worse or better because then I could just hear the noise and not see where it was coming from. Even do though you I remember, knew it do you remember what it would say? Furby. Um, I don't remember. I remember it like did like little giggles and stuff. Yeah, the giggles.
1: I must have been nine or ten when I had mine because I'm pretty sure that it was one of those special Y2K New Year ones or something. It was blue. And why the fuck did I want this so badly? Why did any
0: of us want those so badly? They were so, we all wanted one. And you were like only cool if you had one.
1: Yeah. Oh, Uh, God, Yes, yes. But I remember you could turn it. Because it was supposed to wake up with the sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or whatever. And so I would turn it towards the wall to make sure that there was no movement happening in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was still triggered by something. No,
0: I hate it. Yeah. It's not okay. Those toys should never have been made. And honestly, I feel like we should start a class action lawsuit.
1: Psychological trauma. Yeah,
0: 100%. For sure. Scarred. Collect damages. I know. I love
1: that. I do have another one for my basement, though. Yeah. My basement still creeps me out. It's unfinished and creepy. But when I was also in college, this was after the whole TIE fighter going off situation, I was doing laundry and my basement is just one giant room. Yeah. But then on the front end of the house, there's a tiny little closet. And in the back, there's also another little closet. Yep. And you can go behind the stairs. It's just, it's just giant. We used to roller skate down there. Oh, cool. It was fun. Yeah. (laughs) So I was down there doing laundry one day by myself, no one else in the house. And all of a sudden from across the room, this group of boxes shuffles off of shelving Uh. and like falls down. And it's just like this huge clunk. And I was just like, I am the only person who's been in this house. No. For at least two hours. No. I was at least 15 feet away from where this happened. No. And I just was like, All right do I even want to finish putting my clothes in the dryer of or do I just you, don't. you run upstairs no I finished putting it. <laughs> I can't so as scared no. as I was and I hated it I was also kind of like I hate unfinished tasks <laughs>
0: okay that's honestly fair I'm kind of the same way but you know what you survived it made you stronger good for you girl thank you but also fuck that
1: I know seriously <laughs> bye oh man Ugh. Um. What is one of the first scary stories you ever heard?
0: Mmm. Oh, this is gonna be a tough one because I have the memory of a goldfish. Um,
1: like you know, like campfire, like sitting around the campfire.
0: Yeah, I know there was plenty. Hold do on. You, I
1: have? I could. Do you want me to go first, and maybe that'll spark a memory?
0: Yeah. Why don't you go first, and I'll see if I can remember.
1: Yeah, sounds good. So um, when I was younger, my mom and dad and my brother and I would go to the library and pick up books kind of pertaining to whatever holiday it was that was coming up. And so we'd get like these little kitty ghosty stories and stuff from the library. And one of them was this anthology of... Like spooky for kids, but not super spooky. Yes. But one of them in particular still kind of scars me. Okay. So it's called The Green Ribbon.
0: Okay, I've never heard of it.
1: And it was in uh, this kid's book. Do you remember I Can Read no. books? There were like these series of books and they had different levels to help you learn to read. And so this one was in an I Can Read level two book. Okay. And it's called In a Dark, Dark Room. And it's about this girl that grows up with this boy and he's known her his whole life. Yeah. And it starts they're like kids and he says she's always worn this green ribbon. And I've never really understood why. I've never seen her without this ribbon.
0: Okay. And they
1: grow up together. They start dating in high school. She's still wearing the green ribbon in prom. They get married on their wedding day. She's wearing all white and the green ribbon. They grow old together and at the end she's on her deathbed and she says, "You've always asked me your entire life and my life, like why am I wearing this green ribbon?" She said, "Okay. Like I'm about to die. You can you can go ahead and find out and just you can take it off of my neck.
0: Okay. And when he
1: unravels the ribbon that's on her neck, her head falls off. Oh
0: <gasps> No. Her head and,
1: and then the story just ends. <laughs> um
0: I'm sorry, no.
1: <laughs> I was Terrified and actually refused to touch the color green for a very long time because I was like very OCD as a child uh
0: yeah also it's giving me very much bent neck lady vibes or nearly headless nick or like a combination of the both yeah yeah no I would have been scarred as well like fuck that that sounds awful it was
1: very scary and now I really want to buy this book uh, I want to add it to my collection I'm I think at you it should
0: now. and it's nostalgic too so mm-hmm. that's a good one and honestly I'm glad you went first because it kind of reminded me of one now so I was obsessed with the Goosebumps series as a kid.
1: <gasps> yes.
0: Do you remember those books?
1: Yes. And the TV show. I love the TV yes. show. Yes.
0: Here's the thing, though. I barely ever saw the TV show, but I remember reading most of the books.
1: Oh, we got to watch it together. It's we on, do have it's to on watch Netflix. It.
0: Oh, shut up. I will not. Okay. We need to watch that. Um, the one that I specifically remember, A, because the title was just amazing, but I think it was one of the first ones I read, was the, <laughs> the title of it was uh, Say Cheese and Die Screaming
1: yes do you remember that yes, one yes of course yes
0: uh oh, it was so good um all of the books in that series were good I loved how each book was so different but somehow like tied into a greater theme I just I don't know I just remember those books being so fascinating yes so
1: okay so first of all I love that because I recently watched that episode um and I was just I have I'm looking at my computer because I want to make sure I'm saying this correctly but I'm realizing it was wrong you know how you watch those things from the early '90s, and you see some of the famous celebrities that there are today, yep. and they started out as a kid. Yep. And I was pretty sure momentarily that Ryan Gosling was the star of that one.
0: No, he wasn't. He oh, wasn't. Okay. It was a different.
1: But he was the star and main character of a different one. Really? Yes. I was so positive that it okay, was Madeline, him. Okay, Madeline.
0: How have I not seen the show? We can watch an episode tonight. I think we're gonna have to. But
1: here's the thing: you're gonna see my favorite one first of all. Perfect.
0: What's your favorite
1: one? My favorite one of uh, the Goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, the map. Mask.
0: the mask yes
1: i because
0: was each episode based off of one of the
1: books then yeah yeah because i was gonna is say it, that well, was one it's of the, the books haunted, the haunted mask
0: it's uh here let me google it real quick uh the-, the book is called the scream of the haunted mask so yeah 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 they must have each oh. episode well so each episode must have been based off of a book.
1: yeah oh so it's like slightly different yeah yeah, yeah. yes oh i love that yeah um Goosebumps! Uh, Oh, so so good. good. Yeah, but that episode, I rewatched it recently, and I remember thinking, I can't believe that I was allowed to watch this as a child. Some of it was, like, kind of... Deserving. This, well, I know. This episode... This So this girl tries to scare these bullies that are terrorizing her, which is, first of all, super eerie and yeah. gross. I hate that. Yeah. It's like freaking It. The bullies in It are terrifying. Oh, yes. Th- they're sociopaths.
0: It's more than bully. That's That was like a full-on hate crime.
1: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. But uh, she goes to this really eerie kind of uh, mask place to buy a mask for Halloween. And she's not finding anything creepy enough. And she goes into the back room. Yeah. She finds these terrifying masks and the guy who works there he's creepy he's like you can't be in here yeah what are you doing these ones aren't for sale and she's like i just want this one he's like i'm not selling it and she takes it she just steals it
0: oh and then
1: she finds out that it's made from i never mind i'm not gonna give it away because you haven't seen it i'm so sorry but it's really effing creepy oh
0: god and it's a
1: two-parter so
0: (laughs) Ooh. okay all right we're gonna watch one of these episodes and uh i also kind of want to reread all the books now
1: Oh, yes.
0: I mean, there's like 18 of them or something like that. Yeah, they're so fun. Yeah.
1: Remember what's going on in the basement? or is Yes. Like, what is what's alive in the basement? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, man. Oh,
0: there were so many good ones.
1: I guess I could say like that's like also one of the first experiences to horror. And I was so terrified as a kid to watch this stuff. And I couldn't fall asleep at night. And for some reason, I would wake up and look for more. Yeah. Like, I, oh, yeah. Yes. I was like, what the heck is wrong with me?
0: I mean, I'm the same way. It's even to this day. I can't sleep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about this before what is your favorite horror movie?
0: Oh that is a good one Um, I
1: obviously that first one that like obviously there's many right?
0: I mean there's many and I could I mean I could talk about them for hours on end but uh, the first one that comes to mind that I think is one of my favorites it's called The Uninvited and I don't want to give too much away but basically it is a story that follows this dad and his two daughters Mm -hmm. and the dad's new girlfriend after the mom had passed away and they all go up to the cabin together oh, um, no, no, to no, kind of no. get to know one another because you know he's dating this this new woman he wants the daughters to like her he's like let's all go up together yes let's get to yes. know each other let's have a great yes. weekend the girls obviously are having their reservations they're like
1: They miss their mom. They're weary of this new girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
0: um, but yeah, they go up there and without getting anything too much away, all of this creepy shit happens. And it's very intense. And the thing I love the most about that movie is there is this massive... Twist at the end. Ooh. Massive twist. I love a good twist. It's not very often that an ending truly surprises me. Mm -hmm. Um, and that one really did. I was like, holy shit, I did not see that coming. Okay, well I need to watch this one now too. we'll watch it together. I would love to. It's one of my faves.
1: Got so many on the list.
0: What about yours?
1: I have I mean I have a couple. Uh one of them is I Love Twenty Eight Days Later. Oh, that's such a good movie. It's a really good it's a really good movie. It's so good. I remember when it first came out, it was claim it was like one, oh, it's so terrifying. And it is, it is very scary. But it's not as zombie focused as I thought it was gonna be. Correct. Especially since they're not actual zombies. The whole premise is that there's this virus that goes around that makes you just incredibly aggravated. Yes. Yep. Um and basically no longer human in that way.
0: Yeah, it kind of um I guess the way I would describe it is it's kind of like if humans got like a modified version of rabies.
1: Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Where
0: it increases your anger and your... Rage and, and delirium. And delirium. Yes.
1: So. So it keeps you on your toes. It's really good, and a lot of it is just focused on these relationships that he builds with people who are still also surviving. Mm-hmm. And that's what I like about it is that totally. it's more. Yeah. And you get like you get really attached to these characters. Oh, absolutely. And I don't know. I really liked the ending. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that.
0: If I may, one of my first horror movies that I ever watched yes. was because you kind of reminded me with the whole zombie theme. uh Resident Evil was really my first. Yeah. That is
1: a pretty big way to jump in. Yeah, well,
0: it's very (laughs) gruesome. And I definitely was watching it without parental supervision with like the neighborhood boys. So it was very much like our parents would not have been happy if we were watching it. How did you sleep
1: that night? Uh, not the great. From what I remember, <laughs> not good. No. Thank you for asking. I didn't sleep. at I all. I didn't
0: sleep. <laughs> I haven't slept since. <laughs> but yeah, that was probably one of the first. Because I mean, there's several of them, but that movie's pretty old, actually. Yeah. When does that? When did that movie come out? That's um,
1: the one with Kate Beckinsale. Yes. That's based on the game.
0: Yes. I guess it came out in two thousand four, which is You
1: would have been thirteen.
0: Yeah. Well then maybe that's one of the first ones I remember. That definitely wasn't the first horror movie I watched. But yeah, I guess that was just one of the first ones that really stuck out to me.
1: I think the first one that I'd watch was the others.
0: Ooh yeah. Or I mean I wouldn't really count this as a horror movie, but I guess The Sixth Sense.
1: That's a horror. Yeah. There's some really there's some really creepy Yeah, ghosts. Yeah. There's a really creepy shot. There's aliens in that movie? No,
0: I'm just kidding. Oh,
1: I was like, oh, I think I didn't see this movie. Uh,
0: No, ghosts. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that was a good one, too. Yeah. I definitely did not watch that when it came out, but I did years later. Good question. Man, icons, icons. Icons. Okay, what is your favorite horror movie theme music?
0: Oh That is a great question. I mean, it's cl- this isn't my favorite, I would say, but I do have a soft spot for the Halloween. Oh, I know, yeah, I was favorite.
1: gonna say that one comes to the top of my head. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, that's not my favorite,
0: my but I, it just, you know, it's so iconic. Yes. Um, I would say my favorite would be I'm gonna save the theme music to uh, insidious.
1: Oh, okay. Hang on. I'm going to have to go back and listen to that.
0: Yeah. That's very good. Oof, yes. If I remember correctly, the reason I loved it so much is it almost felt like the theme music just jumped right into the movie and kind of blended. You know, like sometimes you've got like the theme music and then it goes to this non related scene. Yes. Yeah. This yes. just kind of seemed like it was very much. It
1: was its own character in the film. Yes. 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 So essential. Man, I really do like the Halloween one, though.
0: Yeah. What about you?
1: Mine is stereotyped. I love the Exorcist one. It is so oh, creepy. That's oh, that's good. But you good. know what else is really good? Freaking the Twilight Zone. Oh <gasps> yes. That <laughs> one. <mumbles> I- oh my gosh. Or the X Files theme song. Yes. Oh dang. God, maybe it's the to Wait, X-Files can I amend one. my answer? Yes.
0: I might have to go with Twilight. <assumed> <clears throat> Oh, so good. When
1: I was in college, I was uh, in my apartment one night and I was like falling asleep or whatever. And halfway through my sleep, I woke up to somebody watching the X Files in a nearby apartment who also had their window open.
0: Oh! And it was like one a.m. and all of a sudden
1: it was just the X Files theme song and I was like, "Oh God!" I was startled first, of course, but yeah. then I was like, "Okay, yeah. okay." i know what it is it's just the theme song it's fine it's gonna be over and like whatever and it kept playing for like that full minute and i just i literally had to get up out of bed and shut my window i said nope turns out i cannot do this yep i'm done i'm done too many scary memories nope i'm done (laughs) god that's such a good show
0: yeah add it to the
1: list add it to the list god there's so many that was on for like 10 freaking years so those are just some of the questions I wanted to start with. And what I loved about this is they sparked new questions as we were talking.
0: Yeah, I loved it that not only did I learn about you, but I... I learned about myself I literally like (laughs) there was sometimes where I was like wait a second oh wait a second (laughs) I I didn't even know I had this memory I I didn't even realize that you know Mm -hmm. it just it got my mind churning
1: so the reason I wanted to do this is because this is the second season I just thought maybe it would be fun to talk a little bit more and say a little bit more about why we love horror and display why we wanted to do this podcast in the first place I love it
0: and kind of just to help you guys learn more about us uh, your favorite podcast
1: hosts. Um, so if you want to answer these questions yourself yes. please email us so we have more movies to check out yes. books to read. Or if you just want to learn more about us
0: that'd be amazing. Yes
1: or yeah send, send us questions if you want. Yeah.
0: And if you want to do that you can email us at thegrimcitiespodcast at gmail.com
1: You sure can. You can also reach out to us on social media Yes you can. At the Grim Cities We're on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
0: Yes we are
1: Yes we are
0: Awesome! Well, this was so fun. What a great surprise of an episode! I'm glad
1: you liked it. I was like, "Oh, this will be fun."
0: Yeah. All right. Now let's go watch an episode of Goosebumps.
1: Yes. Okay. Bye. Bye. I did say it can be paranormal, porn, paranormal.
0: Ooh, paranormal. It can
1: be non-paranormal.